Welcome back to Blowing Hot Air with Silver and Cece, where we start sober and end high. Join us in our chaotic banter about relationships, school, health, and all that Gen Z bullshit. One more question about meatball, and then we can change the subject if you want. So do you have upcoming plans yet? So this time I decided to hit him up and be like, hey, when do I get to... Well, okay, last time we hung out, I like walked him out to his car, and then he dropped me off like in front of the door. He knew I was leaving for the weekend, and he was like, I'll see you next week, right? And I was like, yeah. So that was like kind of a little indication to me that we'd hang out again. Mm-hmm. So then I hit him up yesterday. I was so nervous. I get so nervous with these kinds of things. Um, oh, girl, me too. <laughs> it's because of the rejection sensitivity for people with ADHD. I didn't know that. We can talk about that after maybe 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 after this it kind of goes with it okay word so i was like when do i get to see you next and i sound a little angel emoji because i'm a little Mm -hmm. little angel i love the angel emoji (laughs) it works in so many contexts (laughs) yes so his response was like haha good question because like i'm drowning in homework this week he's like i have three exams next week and a paper due friday so like i totally Mm -hmm. get that i was like for sure. I was like, don't overwhelm yourself. Take care of business first. And then I said, like, by chance, you find yourself with extra time on your hands. Like, don't be shy. And he was like, oh, I for sure will. Cute. That's a nice way to say it. It's like you're not expecting him to revolve or like change his schedule right. to accommodate you. But like, just know that I'm thinking of you. And like, yeah, that's cute. Good job. And then after that, then he just continued to ask me about like what work I have this week and like, it was just kind of short like yeah, that. Yeah, just making conversation. Yeah. That was that. Um, I was really hoping I could hang out with them this weekend because last week was my heavy workload and like this week I feel like I have a lot more time and like one of my roommates isn't here because she has COVID. So I was like, okay, like. Oh, good. She went home. Yeah, she went home. I was like, okay, so like that's more room for me to hang out with him, I guess. Yeah, but, but that's also if you don't have covid then i was also thinking about it and i was like i do live in the same apartment dorm as her and like i don't know if i have it yet so maybe it's just for the best and maybe i should just probably focus on getting ahead or something this weekend did you see him after your exposures to her no i have not quarantining with your like boothing awesome yeah (laughs) if you're both positive and then you're like well you can just quarantine together that actually would be so fun play house play house <laughs> literally um, but yeah i don't know when i'm gonna hang out with him next but i know that like apple orchard pumpkin season cute fall dates oh my god i love i would dates. just really love that but like also i don't want that pressure of like making trying to make it into a relationship because i don't even want that like i literally just want to have fun and like without any like pressure like actual commitment i don't say that i don't want commitment so that i can like fool around with everybody because that's not my thing i just literally just don't want the commitment of a relationship i think i'm also just kind of like still in shock from being in a relationship for almost five years it's hard to kind of transition out of that yeah that's fine yeah i'm guessing that you talked about that maybe a little bit when you guys had those deep conversations no we didn't talk about that well eventually you're gonna have that conversation yeah 
I think like in my mind when that kind of conversation or topic comes up, my mind immediately jumps to like my ex and like who wants to hear someone they're saying talk about their ex to any capacity, you know? Yeah, I get that. But like it also is a really big, it was a really big part of my life. Yeah. So I don't know, it's just kind of weird. That's how I feel about deleting pictures and stuff on Instagram. Like I know things happen, people get in arguments and stuff, but for me most of my relationships have ended like on good terms and I'm not gonna just erase them from my life you know like it happened every person you meet every experience you have contributes to the person that you are today if someone wants to fully understand you or at least just understand you on a deeper level then they need to know a little bit about your history and it doesn't have to be you going like oh yeah my ex this my ex that my ex blah 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 we did that this like just don't bring it up all the time that's when it's an issue when you're just talking about like why you are the way you are it's totally appropriate to be like yeah I was in a relationship I think it's good to leave out as many details as possible and keep the point of the conversation about like how it affected you and like why you behave the way you behave yeah when I was dating my last boyfriend we didn't talk about our exes for a while but the conversation was due because you can't help but wonder and neither of us got really into the details I was just like yeah I had this experience with one of my exes and that's why I respond this way to certain situations I know that sounds very vague but I think you can understand what I'm getting right here so it's okay to talk about your exes when it's in the right context. So in the right capacity too. I guess mm-hmm. in my brain it's just like no talking about it at all. That's a society thing. Yeah. Knowing that someone was in a long-term relationship says a lot about that person. True. I found out the same about him through my roommate too. I guess if I remember this correctly, like he was in a relationship in high school, came to college continued that relationship but I guess the girl kind of like dragged him around I think she maybe was kind of controlling like wanted to know what he was doing but like she would still go out and do what she wanted to do Mm -hmm. that happened between two of my friends recently and she was like cheating on him it was awful yeah I hate that like if you don't want to be in a relationship then don't be in a fucking relationship was there something else you wanted to add about meatball Yeah, there was this, like, weird little interaction that happened. I was walking back from class, and this kid, like, pulled up to me. Like, he was, like, gonna hit me, like, as a joke. Um, Wait, what? Wait, go, like, a stranger hit you? Someone I knew that also knew it was Meatball. I'm not a fan of this individual. Okay, so there's, like, a mutual friend between my roommate and Meatball, and that's him. We'll call him he butt face he sounds like yeah we'll just call him butt face i literally want to what came to my mind was like doo-doo head (laughs) so we'll call him butt face (laughs) yeah um so this fucking butt face he like pulls up i'm on the phone with my mom (laughs) he's like oh like i wanted to tell you something about meatball and i was like okay what i was like i'm on the phone with my mom right now like what and he's like well i don't want your mom to hear i was like okay so i was like mom i'll call you back in a second she's like okay love you bye and i was like love you bye I was like, okay, what did you want to tell me? He was like, well, I don't want to tell you right now. Just ask your roommate to like text me later. Oh my, I and I was like, why don't you just shit. tell me right now? 
and he was like, no, like, just, like, I didn't want to make you get off the phone with your mom. Like, well, this is, like, we're already doing this whole but little dance. Did, so, like, so come on, spit like, it out. Fucking, you better tell me now. Yeah, exactly. I hate that game. And he was like, no, now just. You're, now you're thinking about it the rest of the day. Just to have your shit. roommate text me. And I was like, okay. I was like, no. Uh, so I pull out my phone. I'm like, just give me your phone number. Text me later than if you don't want to tell me right now. He's like, no, I'm not going to get your phone number. That's, like, so extra. And I was like, what the? F-? I was just getting oh, so annoyed. Like, what do you want to tell me? Like, say it. Say it now or never. So. He's like, fine, I'll, I'll just tell you right now. And it was basically just like, he was telling me about how Meeple's shoe was hidden and how he was trying to leave as if I wasn't there. And then oh. went on to say like, he was trying to leave, but like he couldn't find his shoe. And like the only reason he slept, the, like spent the night was because like his shoe was hidden or whatever. And I was like, that's not nice. I was just like, that's not true. My like heart kind of sunk a little bit. I was like, damn, yeah. like that's. And I was like, no, like, we were, he was trying to leave because we were going to go for a walk. And then he was like, oh, he's such a liar, like, blah, blah, blah. And so that just left That's... such a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, I literally don't have the time, energy, or effort for any of this kind of so i was like if meatball is that close with butthead and like that's the kind of person he surrounds himself with then you're done like (laughs) no questions asked that happened on a tuesday and then but i already had plans to hang out with him that thursday so i see him hung out and everything was fine right yeah well yeah so it it was fine it was great no it wasn't weird at all and then at one point we're laying down and i was like hey like can i ask you something random he's like yeah like of course and i was like so like how close are you with butthead and immediately he was like what did he do (laughs) yeah yeah so and then he was like well we went to high school together and i was like oh i see so this like butthead kid is just bad news like just trouble like he makes drama finds dramas in the drama basically like a rich kid with nothing better to do than like make drama yeah of course he's rich too fuck that guy yeah and he was like, no, like, he was like, he does a lot of shitty things and nobody really likes him. But he's like, I honestly just feel bad for him. He's like, I know I shouldn't, but like, I have a soft spot in my heart for him. So like, when he hits me up for things, like, I, I usually help him out because he doesn't really have that many people. I was like, okay, like, I, I kind of understand that. And then like, I explained to him what happened. And he was like, did he really say that? Are you kidding me? He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, never listen to anything he says. And then he's like, do you want me to say something to him? He's like, I'll say something to him for you yeah that's nice i was like no like that because that's that's what butthead wants he wants drama like i'm not gonna i was like i just have like one request i was like just make sure you don't share any information or anything about me with butthead because he just doesn't need to know any of that and he's like no i won't and he's like i promise and you know what that's the downside to dating younger guys is because their friends are going to be more immature yeah leave that shit in middle school i hate it literally but yeah there's no room for that he like reassured me he was like that's not true he's like i wanted to spend the night with you i was like no like it's all good i just wanted to ask you about it and i told him because i was like the people you surround yourself like to an extent the people the people that you surround yourself with is a reflection of you yeah exactly thank you sorry i i didn't mean to like take the words out of your mouth i just you knew what i was trying to say i knew exactly what you're trying to say you know when someone says i promise and it's just kind of like i promise like blah 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 when he says it, it, like, resonates in my soul. <laughs> I don't know. And now you'll know. Oh, the guy just texted me. Oh. Of course. This dude just... Sorry. I'm reading this message. Um, it was it was, a, it was for a... Um, we manage um, a nonprofit organization. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's why we're a group of friends. I don't know if... I don't know if I'm going to include this. Anyway, he just... He sent me a screenshot about something for that, and... It was a screenshot of his text messages. 
the back arrow that shows like how many messages are unread 156 you think that's bad are you one of those people you better not be like unread emails nope minus 633 unread text messages (laughs) i just don't understand how how who are they from how long how old are they how is that possible i don't unless it's urgent i don't respond or open texts i'm not a texter oof i guess i guess i am jesus i kind of want to say something about it (laughs) (laughs) um whatever i don't anyway sorry tangent wait Um, so did you hook up with that kid or no yeah he's the one that uh we did anal he's one with the eyes the blue eyes and it was pitch black and i was super drunk and we did anal and he and we didn't use a con yeah oh yeah 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 i remember that now yeah he just i don't i don't know if he just like there's either there's two ways this could go first way which is more likely is that um we hooked up he's over it he's turned off and he doesn't want to deal with it anymore um but now it's awkward because we have to do this like business stuff together the second option which i know isn't as likely but sometimes things he said says leads me to believe that he does actually have feelings for me and he just doesn't know how to handle it and it doesn't help that larry keeps telling me like oh i saw the way he was looking at you like and then like he'll make he made comments to me like the last time that we hung out we've hung out a couple times since we hooked up but we haven't hooked up and by hung out i mean we're both like really drunk and his place is closer to the bars than mine is so we had end up just like sleeping in his bed but like just sleeping last time that happened like I got in his bed and then I started like I spooned him I just I really really wanted to cuddle I've been craving cuddles so badly and so like I went up to spoon him and he was like oh like I feel so loved love you Cece and I was like no you like I was like no I do I take that seriously do not say that like that's not funny I think he's just being a player and this is the other thing i i've mentioned this before too tying back to what you just said about how meatballs friends with butt face and that's kind of like a red flag this kid he needs a name too i don't know we'll come up with it but this kid's also friends with like this total douche frat bro like player he's actually the guy that my friend's friend cheated on him with anyway that's like his best friend and it's a huge red flag to me that he's friends with such an asshole what were we talking about before you were talking about something when i got that message i'm so sorry i cut you off no that's okay i was just talking about meatball yeah he seems like a genuine guy and it seems like you guys might be a pretty compatible matchup dude so i'm excited I, to you hear know what his sign is what is it he's a cancer oh god are aquarians and cancer compatible i mean i'm an air sign usually air signs and water signs don't oh but like usually like for me it's like other air signs or fire signs we'll see i don't i keep getting stuck with fucking earth and water signs and i don't know how or why but maybe hey my venus my venus is in pisces so maybe that like yeah i don't know yeah i'm not the kind of person that like like this is like the astrology compatibility and stuff i'm not gonna like not talk to someone or not date someone solely because of their sign no for sure 
I do think it's funny to like joke about though. Um, and it's funny like when things don't work out. It's like, well, I should have known. <laughs> He's a yes. fucking Capricorn. I should have fucking known. <laughs> My almost five year relationship. He was a Gemini. Yeah. It was great though. I love Geminis. I really do. Anyways. Yeah, I've dated a couple Geminis. Not the move for me. Um It was weird I though. Think- he was like firm like I'm I was the chaotic one and he was like the super grounded one. Okay, I want to talk about... Oh, wait, what were we going to talk about after rejection sensitivity? Ah, yes. This is a thing, and I think this pertains to our impromptu topic this week of that awkward talking stage with guys. Rejection-sensitive dysphoria, or RSD, appears to be the one emotional condition found only with ADHD. Early research on ADHD intentionally ignored rejection sensitivity because it was not always there. It was often hidden by the person with ADHD and because there was no way to measure rejection. True. Emotional dysregulation is when a person feels an emotion so intensely that the emotion takes over and cannot be subdued. See? Exactly. You can't help the way you feel. You can't help the way you feel. Only what you do with it. With rejection-sensitive dysphoria, Dr. Dodson says the person experiences extreme emotional sensitivity and pain triggered by the perception, real or imagined, of being rejected, teased, criticized, a disappointment to important people in their lives, or disappointed in themselves when they've failed to attain their own standards or goals. The emotional pain the person experiences is real and extreme, says Dr. Dodson, and is not easily dismissed. Holy shit, I resonate with that so fucking hard. That reminds me... Okay, so you know how, like, kids have to learn object permanence? Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a parallel idea with emotion permanence? Oh, I have not heard that, but I'm on board. Keep talking. It's the idea that, like, some people need constant reassurance that everything is okay. And even if nothing has happened to, like, make the other person upset. Yes. Okay, here, do you want me to read the Yes, please. Emotional permanence refers to our capacity to believe in the feelings of other people even when we are not with them. For example, to know that your partner loves you even when you are not together. I struggle with that hella. Yeah, it's like the insecurity. So you couple that insecurity with the rejection sensitivity and you're fucked. I just like, I don't even just struggle with that in like romantic relationships though. Like I struggle with that in all aspects of like, yes, like friendships, parent relationships, like fucking like teachers. Teachers, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's weird. And you know what? It makes everything, it makes everything stressful because it's not only during interactions with those people. It's only when you're not having interactions with those people, which is the majority of the time. Right. So you're in a constant state of like, oh my God, do they still like me? Like, is everything okay? Why don't they like me? Or why aren't they talking to me? Am I thinking of them way more than they're thinking of me? It's hell. It's so anxiety inducing. Do you want to hear an intrusive thought I just had? Non-intrusive, just impulsive. Sure. Sometimes, sometimes I don't believe in ADHD and sometimes I think that I don't actually have it and that I was just like emotionally neglected as a child like if I would have had the proper care and attention my brain wouldn't work like this and then I wouldn't have ADHD honestly I know that's kind of an unsettling thought and it's it might be like uncomfortable 
but that could be a very real thing. I don't know if you've heard of epigenetics. Probably, but I don't remember. Yeah, we talk about it a lot in my psychology and in my nursing classes. So have you heard of the nature versus nurture debate Yeah, in psychology? Yeah. It's basically the same thing. So epigenetics is just saying that some of your traits are attributable to your environment. So ADHD is a chemical thing, similar to how depression is a chemical thing. Anxiety is a chemical thing in the clinical setting. I think your ADHD is real and valid. The gene or like the chemical issue might have been like switched on. I'm using air quotes. Switched on by the way your parents raised you and stuff. I think that's what happened to me too. It's not saying that you can blame your parents for having ADHD (laughs) or anything. It's all just a huge combination of your environment and your personality and your brain chemistry. And that combination is also constantly changing. So don't beat yourself up about it. It is, it's the way it is. And at the end of the day, if your treatment is working for you and stuff, if you feel weird with like the identity or like, that's fine. You don't have to. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like weird? Yeah. Is it like imposter syndrome, but like on the opposite sense, like imposter syndrome, usually you feel like you're underqualified for something. I put on my scrubs and I'm like, I'm not a real medical professional. Like, what is this? Maybe it's like the opposite sense. I technically have ADHD, but like, do I? Like, would I? Yes. You look really sad. (laughs) I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I think I really struggle with accepting and like understanding how my brain works. Yes, because it's your brain trying to understand itself (laughs) and then getting frustrated with itself. I had my first therapy appointment at my like new school on Monday and he was like, It was a guy. I don't know how I feel about guy counselors, therapists. Just based on that statement, I would recommend finding somebody different. Yeah, for sure. But he was like, (laughs) after I left, I was like, is there even anything wrong with me? I was like, I think this is all in my head. Do I even need therapy? I don't know. It was fucking weird. But he was like, well, like, why are you here? I was like, I have diagnosed PTSD. He's like, well, who diagnosed you? What are your symptoms? Like, what do you, how do you struggle with it? I kind of felt like insulted that I had to explain myself. I, for a second, I felt like I had to like prove that I did. Yeah. Once I actually started talking about it, then I started crying because it's it's hard for me to talk about. And he was like, yeah. oh, well, like you don't have to share that with me. And I'm like, well, what do you want? What do you need to know? It was really weird. Yeah, that's weird because like I know he's asking because he's just trying to get a better understanding of it. And like that was the first time he met you and everything. And he was just trying to get a gist. But damn. It's hard for me to explain something that I don't even understand. I've, somebody else has just labeled me because they've identified a pattern within me that I don't get it. I don't know. It's weird. And then especially with PTSD, ADHD, and anxiety, they all kind of coincide. So I don't know yes. what is what. I don't know how it fucking yes. works. Like, it makes me angry. I, it makes me really uncomfortable and angry. I'm sorry you feel that way. It's okay. It's shitty. I wanted to ask you if... Are you on Reddit? at all do you ever read it like like the app yeah or website whatever not necessarily okay i love reddit i'm i'm a redditor (laughs) i don't like post a lot and stuff but i lurk and it's amazing it's basically just like a whole like forum of the whole world there's a subreddit for anything you could possibly want any interest any anything it's literally insane um but i've felt more comfortable and encouraged to learn more about like 
ADHD and stuff by looking in the ADHD subreddit. There are over 1.5 million people in this subreddit. Any Joe Schmo, anybody can go on there and post. So it's a very different type of information you're going to receive than when you go into your psychologist and they're talking about things in clinical terms. Like when you get diagnosed with a psychological thing, there's literally like a checklist of symptoms and you have to check off a certain number of symptoms in order to be diagnosed. So that's how psychologists often think of it. But the way that the people that actually have the condition think about it is totally different. And we can explain it in a way that other people can't. Yeah, people can put advice. People can ask for advice. Just tell funny stories and stuff. I'll read a couple of like the questions on there. Someone said, y'all need to hear this. ADHDers use strong negative emotions to motivate ourselves. Then someone else posted, I just started Vyvan's I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Like, who has experience with five ands? Any recommendations? Like, so you can get advice from people. You can get insights from people that actually have it and and understand and engage in a real-time conversation with them. That's interesting. I'm going to download it right now. Reading thousands of people explain in their own words has helped me understand myself so much better. And I think I'm a lot easier on myself because of it. Is this something that you like? Like, do you, like, subscribe to, like, different Reddits? Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. Okay. Yeah, cool. so the different, like, communities are called subreddits. And so that's, like, the r slash. Okay. There's, like, funny ones. There's educational ones. If you like a, an artist, if you like an actor, a movie, there's a subreddit for that. And you can talk to people that have similar interests. Okay. But, yeah, I guess the bottom line is... If you're feeling uncomfortable with some of these labels that you have and you're not sure how they tie into your life, it's a good idea to talk to other people who also have been given those labels or have chosen those labels for themselves and see how they see it, see how they explain it. Because they might explain it in a way that makes much better sense to you and you'll feel a lot better about yourself. So is this therapist thing, is this like a counseling program like through the school? Yeah. Sounds like it. So do you not see the same person every time? No, I, I, well, that was just my first like appointment. And like I've done so many intakes that was like the least intake like Mm. first appointment intake. But that's because they had me do a 30 minute form on the computer that got out of the way a lot of those questions therapy intakes me too bro i hate it so much you have to go through your whole fucking life story and explain everything over and over again yeah it's exhausting i feel like i've gotten pretty good at it honestly (laughs) i've gotten good at um making it more concise i'm like listen like I could I could start from the beginning, but I'll just tell you what you need to know. Right. I'll tell you more as you need to know. I'll keep it'll keep it more interesting for you. <laughs> I'm really excited for the day that I tell my therapist about the podcast. That'll be fun. She's gonna be like, what the fuck? Honestly, I kind of love this platform of like the podcast because I feel like this has been a form of therapy for me. One thousand percent, yes. It's really relieving in some weird sort of way because I have thoughts and I oftentimes will keep them to myself because I'm too afraid of being judged or I overthink 
the sequence in which I'm saying things and like mm-hmm. after getting used to sitting in front of a microphone it is kind of odd at first but like it's such a good outlet because I know that you're listening to me and you're like responding to what I'm saying but I also know that there I don't know what the capacity is but like like there are also other people yeah, listening other people are interested and too. maybe yeah maybe like what I say or thinking I'm, or I'm feeling will resonate with other people also reminder you guys can freaking email us with yeah, anything does, <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah thanks for tuning in to this week's episode don't hesitate to email us topic requests questions or whatever at silver and cc at gmail.com that's silver a n d c e c e at gmail.com be sure to check us out on socials and come back this monday to hear the newest segment of blowing hot air